So friends, what can I say about 2020 that hasn't been said already? It has been exciting, infuriating. It's been filled with love and loss. As my friend Jamie said, it's been one hell of a dumpster fire. In today's episode, I wanted to take some time to talk about my biggest lessons this year and share my biggest news yet. Welcome to Emotional Investigation. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to join me each week as I try to unravel the mystery behind our emotions. Since our feelings last longer than our memories, each week we will investigate our feelings and look for the clues they leave behind. Together we will solve what is really going on in our heads, our hearts, and our bodies, even our relationships. Every episode, walk away with steps on how you can take back control. I'm Katie C., your host, and I'm here to help you find the light around every dark corner and to encourage you to dig a little deeper. As a mindful relationship coach and a true crime junkie, I'm excited to collide these two loves to bring you emotional investigation. So grab your favorite treat, a mug drink, and your notebook to take down this week's clues. Let's get it started, Ace. I'm glad you're here. Did you notice the change? Currently a work in progress, but the pod has gotten a makeover. The look has changed, but don't worry, the feels have not. In an upcoming episode, I'm talking all about change, why we hate it, and at the same time, when we know it's time. But I wanted to reassure you that the content on the pod is staying the same. I just needed to make a statement about the name and the look. As a fan of true crime, I have always loved a good mystery. Like I grew up reading Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys, like those old school yellow spines. (laughs) Who still has those? Please send me pictures. I grew up watching Forensic Files totally, honestly, Law and Order, NYPD Blue, Unsolved Mysteries. I have just always been fascinated with why people do the things that they do, the dark and scary included. Thank goodness for online spaces to let me know that I wasn't the only one. I legit thought that I was a freak in a bubble. Like what other kids out there were as fascinated with crime scene photos as I was. I didn't know. I thought I was, again, a freak of nature. But it's nice to know that I wasn't alone. If you're already here, I know that you are not going to shy away from the scary stuff. I know that you're already pushing yourself and asking yourself hard questions. And as emotional investigators, I will be your guide as we take deep looks and leaps at different emotions, feelings, and habits, and all the ones that drive us, scare us, and prepare us. The cool thing is that you don't have to do anything with this podcast change. Just being here right now already brings you to this new space. So thank you. This past weekend when I'm recording this was Small Biz Saturday, and people have been sharing free ways to support. Alfred is just so excited about all these things. He won't stop 
talking. What else do you have to say, Kitty? Mm -hmm. And? And? Anything else? <laughs> but people have been sharing free ways to support small business. And for the holidays, if you could do this girl a solid, could you please rate and review the podcast? This will help other people find our fam. And so just go to your podcast app, wherever you are listening to this, and rate the podcast. You know, five stars, wouldn't be mad. But if you're feeling one stars too, whatever, dude, share what you got. <laughs> Reviews help. Subscriptions help. And I know it kind of sounds cliche, but those are things that are legit and really, really help new projects be seen by more people. And that's what I want. Let's expand the fam. So if you have found any goodness within the big kid world, please share this pod knowing that it's going to be more of the same. So I'm excited to tell you more about the change, but that's for a later episode. Today, I wanted to talk about something different. So I've been journaling throughout this year and the pandemic, and I just find that when I write things down, it just really helps me process what my brain is thinking. Because sometimes it acts so quickly, it will take me on a journey that I didn't even ask for. <laughs> Just the other day, I was having the best time laughing, enjoying myself. And then I read a message from someone and I let it infiltrate my brain. And that's when it went off on its own damn journey. And before I knew it, I was sitting, pouting, seething <laughs> from the inside. But I took the time to write it out and see where that seething was happening and what was really going on in my brain. Ever since I was a kid, I've always kept a journal or a diary of some sort. And this habit has always been second nature to me. But with talking with so many of you, I get that staring at a blank page comes with a lot of fear and intimidation about what you may uncover or even the annoyances of writing things down, <laughs> because when was the last time you had to write shit down? But I'm excited to be hosting my first journal jam sesh. Trust, it won't be the last, and I'm so excited. It's taking place Sunday, December 13th, and I hope to bring you some clarity like I have found throughout my journaling of this year. Know that we made this beautiful workbook to share with you that we're so excited about and you can use the pretty pages or take up space in one of those many journals that I know you have in your closet. So at the start of 2020, let's see where I felt and what I felt. Girl, I felt prepared. Oh, which feels kind of hysterical now, but we had just gotten engaged last Christmas and I felt like I was on top of all the planning, of all the things. I was about to start teaching kids yoga at the children's studio in my city and I felt really prepared for that after taking lots of training. I had joined a mastermind group to work alongside. <sighs> I felt like I was a small fish and a 
big pond because I was also feeling kind of alone in my business and not really sure where I fit in. And I honestly had a lot of not enough feelings. Like I didn't know how to be a fiance. Shit, what if I did that wrong? (laughs) And that was the reason I stopped being a fiance. (sighs) I had a lot of debt and I felt like my wallet made me not good enough. I wasn't where I wanted my business to be, even though it was just starting. That made me feel like I wasn't good enough. I was stuck in a lot of comparison, which made me believe I wasn't enough to be anything more than I am. And I felt like I didn't have anything good or new to share or even offer my relationships or the world. So the word that I chose for 2020 for myself was abundance. Talk about the irony, but that's for another episode. But through 2020, I've been shown time and time again how all of those feelings and thoughts that I was experiencing were just that. They were old thoughts. Shit, it was yesterday's news. And I don't know about you, but I'm spending my time in today. Through the year, I found clarity and peace and having to step out of those old boxes that I kept myself in. So things that I have learned this year, man, the only constant is change. When the pandemic hit us in Canada in March, it was freaky. As a parent, we want to protect and it's hard to do that when you don't even understand what the hell is going on. Everyday messaging would change, the numbers would rise, and we were forced into a new normal that we didn't ask for. Every day, something else was new. Every day, everything changed. Then we thought we could return just a little bit. But then numbers started to rise again. And now we find ourselves in another part of shutdown. Ugh, This cruel lesson of change has been just that. Fucking cruel. The already isolated have become even more so. I've seen so many loved businesses having to close their doors and the virus taking so many lives. And this weight on my heart every day is just hard not to feel. But the lesson through all this change has been to focus on my circle of control. That is today and it's only myself. I spent a lot of time worrying about what people would think of me, about my work, and I try to control the work or I would overthink and stress and be a ball of anxiety just trying to control things that were literally outside of my control. I've been able to be just me and to really have that be enough. That level of self-acceptance this year has been revolutionary. I've learned that I can do hard things because shit, I've survived a pandemic, at least this far. (laughs) Lockdown, tests, fear of the outdoors, fear of the indoors, fear of people and the uncertainty of everything, the grief and the loss that is brought not just to our families, but to our rhythms that brought us so much peace. All of that was stripped away. 
we've had to learn and relearn new ways to connect to ourselves and the people we love. I've learned I can do hard things because we planned a wedding in three months during a pandemic, which was hard as fuck. (laughs) We got married in August and planning a wedding is already super stressful because you have to take into account so many moving parts, but then throw fucking COVID restrictions in the mix. (laughs) It was another place I was an anxious ball of fire and fret, and it lasted all summer long. We were able to celebrate safely, even though it wasn't exactly how we originally pictured it, but we trusted that we would have a beautiful day, and that's exactly what we got. We enjoyed a beautiful honeymoon road trip, and (laughs) even that was included some anxious tears. I've learned that I can do hard things because I was still able to be a part of a loving and thriving community and to support and build my budding one. Shout out to you lot. I know I can do hard things because I had to move all of my kids' yoga classes to online and I had to figure all of that out. And if you know me, I'm not down with tech. I'm not. (laughs) I know that I can do hard things because I worked on growing this podcast and collaborating with so many amazing people for interviews, but then also collaborating the new look and feel. Shout out to Mandy and Eric. Thank you for all your help. With self-coaching, I learned about I learned self-compassion and more about my survival habits and how to create more thriving ones. I learned that I can go further with my own kind crew, those people that would be there for support outside of friends and family. Through therapy, I had a guide to help me and give me real tools and a deeper understanding of myself. She stood with me in those rooms as I faced my fears in my deepest darkest scariest corners with group coaching they were there for me and to hold me accountable for my goals that I set for myself and then mastermind groups was a mix of all of those things I learned that the type of crew I want to be a part of is supportive of my dreams and also my struggles a crew where we can celebrate together and for those times I just need to vent and get it out and move that energy in a way they are there to listen never to judge just to hold space one of the biggest lessons and realizations I had through 2020 is that I am really ready to serve on a deeper level I'm ready to nurture a crew that is really ready to do the work together. (laughs) I'm ready to lead a crew that even though they don't feel ready, are trusting me and trusting themselves to dive into emotional investigation and to start becoming friendly with their feelings. I'm set up to cultivate a crew that are holding their fear in the spotlight and demanding to the world that they are ready to make themselves a priority. I'm primed to show you how to create more time. That's right, friends, more time for whatever you want. If you've ever thought that, I wish I had more hours in a day, 
shit, I'm going to show you how. And don't worry because it doesn't even mean that you have to wake up at 5.30. Through our emotional investigations, I'll lead you and guide you through the shit that stirs in us, both the supportive and discouraging. Together, we're going to find more curiosity, more kindness, and more adventures. So come and join this special crew. There's an upcoming episode all about what this group will look like. But if you felt the slightest tug at your heart, please reach out. I have early bird pricing just for you folks for being OGs. I'm not saying this anywhere else. I'm not promoting this code anywhere. This is your Easter egg just for you for being an original of the Big Kid Pod. I'm giving early bird pricing for this special group. So send me a DM on Instagram at Emotional Investigation with one of your favorite emojis and I'll send you more info and the discount code. If free is more your speed, no judgment, join the Journal Jam sesh and you can sign up for that online. Again, you could just send me a message on IG. Either way, I got you. And know that all of these links are up on the show notes, so go follow that map. See, I told you EI was just going to be like Big Kid. So thank you so much, friends. Talk to you soon. Well, Ace, we've reached the end of today's case file. Go grab your field notes by heading to kdccoaching.com slash eipod. When you click on the player, it brings you over to Anchor, where you can leave me a voice message with your own clues and questions. Please do this girl a solid and make sure you subscribe to the pod so that you're notified of new episodes released weekly. And by leaving a rating and review, it helps others find the fam. Head on over to Instagram and follow for more at Emotional Investigation and at KDC Coaching. As you travel through the world this week, remember, kindness drives change. It may feel like we're on this journey alone, but you're not. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you next time.